Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. It's time for another podcast. It's time for another podcast. Hopefully it won't be before you long, so let's go right into prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I give you the praise, I give you the glory, I give you the honor. Let your word come forth, hallelujah, as, it's, as it is in thine will. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you move by your spirit, capacity by with your mercy, part your anointing, O oh God, let your word come forth and your word only, O oh God. Hallelujah. And I give you the glory, I give you the praise and honor. Hallelujah. Let you be seen, O oh God, in this. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Let's go to 1 John 1 and 9. I don't have a topic, I don't have a, a, a lot of the scriptures here that I want to expound on a little bit, want to talk about a little bit. So, let's go to 1 John 1 and 9. And we're going to read 1 John 1 and 9. As soon as I get there. Okay, 1 John 1 and 9 reads as this. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let me read 10 too. If we If we say, that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. So, let's go back to 1 John 1 and 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. As we saw in Isaiah, it says, all our righteousness are filthy rags. But here in 1 John 1 and 9, it says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So, God will forgive us of our sins, if we confess our sins. Now let's move on to Mark 2 and 5. Give me a second here as I flip the pages. St. Mark 2 and 5. St. Mark chapter 2 and verse 5. When Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. It was Jesus that forgave their sins. He is just to forgive us of our sins. That's Jesus that forgives us of our sins. Let's go to Romans 10 and 9. Hold up. Let me stop here for a second. I want to say here at Mark 2 and 5, it says when Jesus saw their faith, it says by by him seeing their faith, he forgave their sins. Jesus can do that. And 1 John 1 and 9 said, if we confess, he, which is Jesus, will forgive us. So it, he will forgive us if we confess. And he will forgive us if he sees our faith and he wants to forgive us. So those are ways that God forgives us of our sin. Now, moving right along. Let's go to Romans 10 and 9. 
Let's go to Romans 10 and 9. Give me a second half. I flip the pages. Romans 10 and 9. Romans 10 and 9. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Let's stop right there. It says, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So now, God can, through the preaching, through the foolishness of preaching, he chose to say, man, touch your heart. Make you make a decision to accept Christ in Romans 10 and 9. And then he can tell you, I forgive you of your sins. He can do that by you in, in Romans, 10, Romans 10 and 9. How does he do it? I said he can do it. The same way he said, see in their faith. He said, he, he gave them a sin. He can see your faith when you confess Jesus. He said, yes, I believe. And he can forgive you of your sins. He can forgive your sins that way. If that's so desirable. Of him to do that. I said if he wants to do it that way. I said God can do it. So now. Which is. Um, through Jesus Christ. Don't, don't make a mistake here. Because you're confessing with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ. So it's through Jesus Christ. Jesus can forgive you of your sins. That way. Uh huh. Jesus can forgive you of your sins. That way. Jesus can forgive you of your sins. That way too. So let's move on. Let's go on here to Acts um, 2 and 38. Let's go on to Acts 2 and 38 here. Let's, let's turn over to Acts 2 and 38. And let's see what, see what it says here. Okay. All right. Acts 2 and 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So the remission of sins means that it's taken away of sins. Now, who takes away your sin? So now, is this talking about in past or this talking about in present? He's saying for the remission, right? So is this talking about past or present, or when, or is it talking about when God forgives you of your sins, past or present? Is it talking about past, present, future? Past, present, or future? Is it God the one that forgives you your sins? Or is it that you're doing something to get forgiveness of your sins? Is it God the one that's forgiving you of your sins? Or is it you're doing something to get forgiveness of your sins? Uh-huh. So now, 1 John 1 and 9 tells us, what to do. Mark 2 and 5 tells us what Jesus did. Romans 10 and 9 tells us what to do. Acts 2 and 38 tells us something here. What to do too. It says, then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. For the remission. For for the remission. It didn't say that you do this and now there's a remission. It said four. So Jesus can forgive you. Uh-huh. Is it talking about past, present, or future? Or is it talking about all three tenses? Past, present, and future. And then it gives you a way to get your sins 
to get your sins uh, for the remission of sins, meaning it gives you a way that your remission, that the sins can be um, be a remission. There's a way that sins can be a remission. Which way is that? How do your sins, how do, not remitted, because remitted is a different word. How do you get your sins, um, the remission of your sins? What was what the remission of sins? That's a different word than remit. Different word than remit. So, remission, if they're talking about past, present, and future, uh-huh, past, present, or future. So let me give you an example. You ask God for forgiveness of sins, right? Lord, forgive me of my sins. Then you say, Lord, I repent, and I want to be baptized. Every, and I, I, I want to be baptized, Lord, for the remission of sins. Lord, forgive me of my sin. Lord, I want to be, I, I repent and I want to be baptized for the remission of sins. Okay? So, what I'm saying is to talk about past, present, and future. So now, let's go to St. John 20 and 23 and let's see that remission and remit is not the same word. St. John 20 and 23. St. John 20 and 23, that's not the same word. St. John 20 and 23. Let me get there. Here we go. Let me read this. Whosoever sins, ye remit. Mm -hmm. That means to remit back to them. And it says whosoever sins. That means they already had those sins. So they remitted it back to them, the sins that they already had. That's what remit means. It's not remission. The remission means the taking away, the washing away. Remit means to give back to, not to take away. So whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins you retain, that means to hold, not wash away, not forgive. Not wash away, not forgive. Not wash away, not forgive. Sins ye retain, they are retained. Who is he talking to? His disciples or his apostles? He's talking to them. Are they disciples at this time or are they apostles at this time? He's talking, he's talking to a group of people. So, I want to leave you with that for a purpose and a reason. Because words mean something. Remember, remit means to give back. And in this case, it says the sins they already had. It doesn't mean to wash away. It doesn't mean to take away. And retain means to hold back. It doesn't mean to wash away, and it doesn't mean to take away. <laughs> retain means to hold. All right, God bless y'all.